0: Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Activist Lawyer. This is a very short and sweet episode but um, a special episode nonetheless and Jack and I are here in our studio today.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And we are delighted to be joined by Darren Ferguson and Kira Topalian from Beyond Skin. Thank you so much. Hello. This meeting has been overdue. We've been chatting quite a while. So it's great to have you down here in Uri today and know you're on your way to Newcastle. So we thought this was a perfect opportunity just to kind of introduce your organisation, the work you're doing, which I suppose has relevance for both activist lawyer podcast Mm -hmm. but also the immigration work that we've been doing here as part of Granite Immigration 2 our paths have crossed with Darren Mm -hmm. around uh, various um, matters but some pressing issues that we hope to work on and and achieve positive outcomes for some people um, who we hope to secure um, a safe route and safe passage to Northern Ireland So we'll fill people in a little bit more about that and our progress around that. But really, Darren, I want to talk about you and your work and Beyond Skin and the fantastic work that you've been doing here in Northern Ireland.
1: So uh, Beyond Skin, we've actually been going for 18 years, Mm -hmm. uh, which is hard to believe. Uh, We we are registered charity, but... um, uh, we're we're very organic and we just come across amazing people and enable us to do great work in the community and we're using uh the arts, um music is our strength, but work across all art forms, uh to in good relations and peace building, really to give people opportunity to, you know, learn about themselves, their sense of belonging and meet their local global neighbours and and as human beings kinda of work through all our differences and similarities and and, and just make it better out there. So Our work is very diverse, we could have a Ugandan dancer in a a primary school doing some stuff and then more kind of screwdriver work on the other end, working with some sensitivities and communities Mm -hmm. and some things which um, address some fears and stereotypes out there as well. So Mm -hmm. we've been very involved for working with people in asylum seeking status Mm -hmm. and refugee status over the years and more so, uh, I suppose recently with more so. Yeah, Um, with with everything going on
0: on, and Kira, you're on your way to Newcastle today Um, I think you've a a big festival coming off can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, Yeah so the festival's called Taste the World it's essentially just a big kind of uh, celebration of of different cultures and their their music and food and um, we're partnering with it's it's a part of a WOMAD festival normally and they're coming to do just this part of it here with us um, so we'll have quite a, quite a diversity of artists and and chefs and stuff sharing their wow. their food and culture and and it'll be great. Yeah. Sounds delicious and yep. entertaining, mm-hmm. and that's the seventh and eighth of May. So we'll definitely try yeah, and Newcastle yeah. oh, food down. anywhere i be going. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Newcastle County dine. So that's fantastic. And just back to some of the work that we've been chatting about over the last couple of months, Darren. I think um, you've already spoken to um, a number of you've been covered by by the news because this is such a pressing issue and, and continues to be so. Um, Um, You mentioned working with asylum seekers and refugees who are already here in Northern Ireland and really um, going beyond what we usually discuss about housing, accommodation, access and support, their their legal cases as well. And you're really kind of um, bringing people together into their local community through art, through music, which is fantastic, but you still have to deal with some heavy hitting cases, which is really sad. And I guess it's all timely, this conversation, because of what's happening at the moment, with the various fantastic you know, initiatives that are in place to welcome Ukraine refugees, seems to be going okay, not without its faults, but we have to remember there are other people who are in need of urgent support who are not yet able to access that, and you've been in contact with a few people.
1: Yeah, so I suppose just to give people a bit of background as well, because, I mean, we've always worked with people, um, who have come to our shores seeking sanctuary anyway but that's kind of been amplified uh, really from last august and that's because our our relationship with afghanistan mm-hmm. as an organization we um we, we we work collaboratively internationally with all our organizations individuals doing uh, works exchange trips we're producing digital productions together and we've worked in, in collaboration with many countries and we had a big project there with the afghan women's orchestra um, over a number of years with uh, young girls here in uh, Northern Ireland, and that was very successful. Uh, so there has been always a relationship there, and with some street artists as well, some projects. So when Afghanistan fell, you kind of reached to see what you can do to help, mm-hmm. and we, we displayed our strengths really. Um. So, uh, and the kind of assuming that people would would come here and be able to get out and come to Northern Ireland, we set up a, a musicians and artists at risk resettlement scheme, mm-hmm. uh, known as Mars, and um. It was to give an extra layer of support to people with a creative flair. Now, that, that was originally for the Afghan community, but then people reached out us going, hello, I'm from Iran, I'm mm-hmm. from Eritrea, I'm stuck in a hotel in Belfast, mm-hmm. can you help me? So it was, happened really quickly. We just yeah. opened up the scheme for everybody. We thought, oh, why should we limit this? And then <laughs> and then it grew again because even people who aren't musicians or artists were saying, can I get involved? I want to learn a guitar. I want to do some creative for my own mental health. So it kind of expanded again so we're, we're helping well over 200 people at the minute who are um, in various kind of um, stages, legal stages of trying to get settled here and that is women and children and of, of all ages and various skills in various um, countries of origin.
0: Fantastic, so um, some people aren't here yet but you've been in contact with them um, very frequently you're aware of their skills as artists and i mean i'm referring to um, some um, asylum well afghan nationals mm-hmm. who would like to seek protection here yes and um, and that's um, you've been in contact with them s- because of their artistic skills and some of them are quite high profile artists um, and i've seen some of their work as well but the point is is that they would you know like the people that you're assisting now would receive, you know, accommodation, support. There's a real kind of engagement from community to support people here as well. And we've seen that with the Homes Homes for Ukraine scheme. But um, this has already been ongoing with yourselves for some time, these kind of, I suppose, unofficial schemes as such, where people have, you know, pledged their homes, pledged finance, all the rest. So all we need is a visa or, yes. or the scheme that existed and was closed quite quickly to open up again. So I guess that's where perhaps um, we come in, but uh, not just us. You've been dealing with MPs. You've been lobbying on this for quite some time now. So the end result would be that you're able to support you and your organisation and other partners are able to support this family and perhaps others.
1: Yes, um, it's, it's like a really professional artist is uh, still stuck in Afghanistan. He's at um, he's at risk on, on a massive level. In fact, his brother was murdered there uh, not so long ago. Uh, his his wife's very creative as well, and it's two musicians, uh, girls in the family. So he he is a target, and um, he, he, we just need to get him out. Mm-hmm. And the visas just need rubber stamped at the Home Office. And once he gets here in Northern Ireland, we have a support mechanism regarding his mm-hmm. creative skills and his family and, and support for housing as well. And I suppose. When we set Mars last year, something that we didn't foresee but did happen, uh, was people offering their, their homes, bed spaces for Afghan mm-hmm. refugees. And we did a lot of consultation around with with various organisations because it's not as simple as to put somebody in somebody's mm-hmm. house. You know, you gotta have support around that. So we did all that work and um but it just wasn't picked up by an executive or the home yeah. office, just kinda of ignored. As it, and and somebody actually said it was an unworkable, stupid idea. And meanwhile, we see the Ukraine Home Scheme yeah. now has come and say, well, why? Difficult. Why was it not good enough for the Afghan community, but it's good enough yeah. for Ukrainians now? Would you actually throw money at it. So it's, we're we're asking a lot of those questions, and a lot of us know, you know, what's between the lines here, you know, and we've been very vocal about the kind of um, the attitude of the Home Office, especially um, towards different communities. Mm-hmm. Um, but the important thing is is to get people to safety and to people who have been forgotten about. Yeah, and the dif- and, and Afghanistan has definitely. Forgotten about, um, mm-hmm. and and that needs to be recognised that that's still an ongoing issue. There, it's in a worse state than it was back in August. Um, people are, are cannot eat, mm-hmm. uh, and then any musicians and artists in the country are their lives uh, are being threatened. So, and they can't like, obviously can't do what yeah. they do. And you know, so, it's it's just keeping that well on the radar, and, and we want to get especially this family out. Mm-hmm. We've been working on it for the last eight months.
0: Yeah. Eight months, wow uh, and His
1: yeah. visa's been in the Home Office for eight months So it's yes. it's just not acceptable really. So
0: basically he's been on a list As yes. such for a long time But that seems to be going nowhere no. And he's one of many, many people who are on a list And how frustrating that must be not just for him, but for people who are trying to help these families who mm-hmm. hear of the growing risk of persecution on a daily basis, especially for women and children here there in Kabul. So this is an extreme matter of, of urgency now at this stage. It is. And I think it's important that your organization, you know, has hands-on experience and um, and you know you're hearing these accounts on a daily basis to recognise that this has to be kept on the table. Yep. And you're so right. We've seen how um the government can step up and we see how money can um, is available for support um, we're not asking for th- this is particular families that you know yes. will be housed, have skills will be able to work etc cetera, etc cetera, once they get here so it's fantastic to keep it on the radar.
1: radar. I suppose one important thing because I mean everybody's struggling with the cost of living mm-hmm. and everything is going up and everybody's like, well we can't afford you know, all, the, all those costs that people experience at the minute but you know and, and the, the British government have recognised this as well and our own executive that The creative industries is where the economy kind of goes through the roof. If we really embrace our creative industries, and we've seen the film industry here, Mm -hmm. and has brought in tourism and so on. So while they're spending money out about the world, trying to woo creative talent to our shores, trying to build up our our creative industry, we have hotels full of people who are professionals and creative that they want to send to Rwanda. So uh, For me, that doesn't add up is if, if we enable those people in the hotels, allow them to work and, and help them to do what they need to do, our economy will go through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our creative sector will go through the roof in terms of the value of it and what it'll bring to our shores. So we're sitting on a gold mine yeah. and our, our, our friend that we want to bring, and his family from Kabul, I mean, he's one of the, uh, you know, like a really worldwide professional artist. Mm-hmm. And f- for him to be in our shores can only be a good thing regarding what he would bring to our, the table as well. So it's recognising people... As, as they're in a status, you know, uh, asylum seeker and refugee is not their identity. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're musicians and artists and skilled people first. first. absolutely. That's what they do, that's what they bring to the table. And again, they could just really bail us out regarding the mm. state we're in at the minute with the economy, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, and that needs to be embraced. And, from, for, and I don't think that penny has dropped with no. a lot of uh, our decision makers
0: absolutely well look I wish you the best All your organisation has just been fantastic in putting this on, the, and I'm sure you're going to garner so much interest in this going forward I've seen some of your posts on social media they bring such joy to people as well children you know that are living in I suppose hotels and accommodation where you bring them out play music together and they're learning music here too aren't they yes, you've, yes. you've systems in place for that so just absolutely fantastic where can people find out more about your work
1: uh, beyondskin.net is our website and then there's links there to all our social media channels and so we are very active across um, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter so but beyondskin.net is, is our website so everything you can find from there and I encourage people you know we haven't gone for 18 years we have a lot of great content on our website and a YouTube channel as well so it's just to a, a, spend a, an afternoon and and see what we do and, and read all our kind yeah. of past work and ongoing work.
0: I would actively encourage people to do that. It's fantastic. Well, thank you, Darren and Kira, for coming today. Um, short and sweet, but we'll certainly be in touch with you around all of your work. Thank you. And thank, thank you for you. your thank help you. as well. Thanks. Thank you.